0: Hello and welcome to the David Ryan fitness podcast in this podcast I will deep dive into training nutrition and mindset to help you reach your goals this week's podcast is all about flexible dieting and how you can actually include the foods that you like while trying to lose weight like You have to do what is sustainable. You have to do what is sustainable. Like You have to have foods in your plan that are in alignment with your goals, that you enjoy, or else you won't stick to it. The number one driver for fat loss is adherence. And having foods in there that you enjoy, having a flexible diet, is key. Because if you're going to be fucking eating chicken, rice, broccoli all the time, you're not going to stick to that. And that's not realistic. So flexible dieting gives you a chance to have the foods in there that you like so you can stick to it long term. And what we have to do, first of all, is to stop labeling foods good or bad. They all have a place in your diet. And when you label a food bad you give it the power and then when you give it the power and you eat that food you feel guilty and i actually did a post on this as well and like it's not the the one cookie or the one donut or the one chocolate bar that leads to you gaining weight it's the guilt after eating that quote unquote bad food, and then you feel so guilty. You have another seven, and then you go home and you have a zone You have whatever. You have all the ice cream in the world, and then you wake up and that guilt is still there because you think that you've had something bad, and you do it all over again. You get a Chinese that night. You you get a breakfast roll. You you do. You just you. You're you're comfort eating, and that's what leads to the gain weight. Not the one quote unquote bad cookie, or because I absolutely, I'm saying cookie because I absolutely love Domino's cookies, but yeah, we really, really need to stop labeling foods good and bad. They all have a place in your diet, and the idea that you have to get certain foods to get a certain result is a lot of bullshit like chicken rice broccoli it's outdated and it's really not the case it's just pure bullshit like you can once you get your protein and your calories correct then the rest is up to you now i do think flexible dieting works but also like if it fits your macros type thing you can't be eating like an arsehole eater. you can't be if you're on say i'm on roughly around one one thousand eight hundred and forty at the moment and i should be on a little bit more but i like what what i'm trying to do at the moment is put on some muscle and I went a little bit off the wagon and put on a bit too much weight. So, I'm in a little bit of a cut at the moment. So, if I ate like an arsehole, I could. I could get four bars of chocolate and have 1,800 calories. No pro- Not enough protein in that. Not enough... um. Like, the calories are there, but I'm not going to get any nutritious benefit from the macronutrients in the in the chocolate. Like, I'm not going to feel good. And if people, that's why, if it fits your macros is, is like, you have to, you can't eat like an arsehole. And one way to think about your food intake each day is in the case of a budget some foods are more expensive than others these are like your calorie dense options like your burgers your chocolate and your pizza um but if you understand what is actually in the food and you can build it into your daily budget then there's nothing wrong with including them in moderation like you have to be smart with your with your choices low calorie high volume food, I always say it like you could eat say the 1840 calories that I'm on. Yeah, you could have maybe one and a half McDonalds, maybe two at a push to have that. And um, if you were going kind of a bit more on um if you were going a bit more on the calories you could probably get two uh for two thousand two kind of McDonald's but that's not gonna make you full you're not gonna get any any nutritious benefits out of that and you have to you have to be able to build these things into your daily budget and there's nothing wrong with including the foods that you like but in moderation like i will say that it should be it should not be spending all your calories on these options aim to get like 80 to 20 percent 8 8 do the 80 80 20 real so 80 percent of your foods come from whole natural sources healthy sources like your your nuts your eggs your meat your fish like if it grows and has a face on it that usually is good to go um Because, and then 20% of that week, you can have foods that you enjoy. Like it's, that's, that's not going to make you gain weight. You've got to make your health a number one priority. So hitting targets and tracking nutrition. Okay. So you should have a calorie and protein target at the very least for each day. Okay. And I give my clients this. And if they don't fully understand it, I will go a lot more into depth of how to do this. But I do also give them meal plans and stuff like that. I don't just give them the calories and the protein. I ask them what foods they like um, and I I include them as best as I can. Um, So let's dive into a few examples here of how you can actually build your favorite foods into each day and not feel guilty or go off track. This is where the real beauty of flexible dieting comes in and learning to track can be a pain at the start but what gets measured gets managed and I'm going to show you how it will actually change your life. Really, really, as I said during the week in one of my posts that like, when your nanny's making an apple pie, she measures all the the ingredients in that now obviously that's to get to get it right but like some people say it's obsessive to be weighing your food all the time if you don't know portion control and you don't and you are struggling having you're struggling with your weight then you should be tracking your food you need to know what's going in you need to know when not to put too much in there so um tracking your food like what gets measured gets managed like tracking your food isn't obsessive it's tedious but look you you have to do it if you want to because calories is obviously the number one thing managing your calories if you're trying to lose weight is the number one thing to drive the fat loss like that's literally it so you don't need to cut out your favourite foods when you're tracking and hitting your targets. You will have a more sustainable long-term approach that gets results. And it will be over a slower period of time. And I enjoy it over a slower period of time. I've done it where I've been strict for 3 months, got in good shape and absolutely hated it. And had no life, had no like, social life, nothing Um, and i've done it over a longer period of time and it's i absolutely loved every minute of it you don't need to label again you don't need to label foods good or bad foods are foods they don't have a moral compass they don't have morals they're not going to stab you in the back like uh, a cookie isn't going to stab you in the back it's you that takes the 10 or the 12 cookies that kind of ruins things or the guilt that you have because you are labeling it labeling it with with good or bad um, labels so it's really key to to not label your foods good and bad really really is because you're giving it the power and um, and once you give it the power that's you gone understand what's actually in your food and you'll be able to inc- control your results you need to say to yourself, okay, right, I have 150 grams of protein to get in and I have 1,600 calories to, to consume that day because I'm, I'm in a deficit. You can get all that protein in and you can get them calories in and you can still enjoy the food. The knowledge that you can get from doing this from tracking like it's it's boring but you will eventually be able to not track and have a look at foods by eye and know what's what if you're if you've hit your goal and you kind of know your portion control you won't really need to track it but you do need to be tracking it at the start 100% and as i said understand what's actually in your food and you'll be in control of your your own results have the knowledge teach yourself like teach yourself how to burn fat teach yourself how to build muscle hitting these kind of targets and figuring out what to do with your food is key playing around with it like it's it's trial and error like to hit your goals really really is and like when you kind of look at it and figure out your protein figure out your calories like and and not eat like an arsehole like say oh well it i can still lose the weight yeah you can still lose the weight if you eat mcdonald's all day but you just won't feel good you won't look good you, you won't be as awake in your brain your cognitive function won't be right so don't be eating it like an arsehole enjoy your foods 20% of the week and you're laughing so let me kind of give you use myself as as an example here and um, ex- my exact nutrition for today or day-to-day these days is 160 grams of protein 140 grams of carbs 70 grams of fat and that is a roughly around 180 150 1850 to 1840 so as long as i hit my protein goal and the majority of my foods are nutritious whole food sources then i am on my way i use a variety of different foods and always includes include things that i like so i have to stress that this shouldn't turn into a game of how much shit can i cram into my body today because it fits my targets when you go down that road as i said you increase the chance of going completely off plan and overdoing it you are not getting all the healthy kind of benefits and healthier macronutrient dense foods in there and your energy and your performance and everything else with that your libido everything will decrease decrease and you don't want that 100 percent, you do not want that so don't take it too far okay this is only the case if you take it too far if you have a lack of self-control like moderation is key and i'm gonna explain what a kind of day looks like for me let me just pull up my fitness pal so yesterday i had so in the morning bacon medallions and three eggs and mixed veg lovely lovely i have them fried and that's gorgeous the bacon medallions are lower calorie so essentially i have bacon and eggs for for breakfast then i it comes into a pre-workout okay so my pre-workout is usually a natural greek yogurt some blueberries and a bit of honey and two rice cakes two snacker jacks rice cakes um chocolate chip ones okay and yesterday i opted out for that so i was being flexible and i said oh well do you know what i'm gonna have a protein bar and um i'll have the two snacker jacks it fitted the 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 yogurt the berries bit of honey and the two snacker jacks are about 400 calories so i took out the yogurt and the berries and still had the snacker jacks and the protein bar and it and it worked out at about 400 calories and i got 20 grams of protein which i get around 20 ish with the with the yogurt so there's 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 a, an example of flexible dieting i got a fulfill bar which i wouldn't be eating all the time and i wouldn't advise eating all the time um, because they're just a glorified chocolate bar with a bit of protein in them but they're lovely and they do have high protein in them. They the protein source, I believe, aren't great. Um, so they wouldn't be the best protein sources if you were to try and live off them. You probably wouldn't um get great results. But it had twenty grams of protein. I wanted it. I wanted to. It gives me that psychological break that I'm kind of having something nice, and um I'm not being totally strict on myself all day so that's what i did for my pre-workout okay so then the the day goes on and i go to the gym i come back and i have my usual um cocoa pops and almond almond unsweetened unsweetened milk and um a protein shake okay so that's that's me for my pre-workout then my lunch comes into a. At the moment, it was it. It was a chicken wrap when I was kind of on more calories, but I'm just trying to get rid of a bit of fat at the moment. So, um, it's chicken breast and two hundred grams of veg. Okay, and then dinner is mince. Um, it's like a bolognese without without the without the pasta. So mince, chopped tomatoes, mixed veg, and grated cheese okay things that i all love i put all my spices in that and that doesn't that none of that is chicken rice and broccoli and that's me hitting my protein that's me in a calorie deficit that's me getting all like a lot of healthy macronutrients in there a lot of healthy micronutrients in there with the veg usually obviously the blueberries and the protein is in there as well so I have veg with every meal, um, apart from, I have veg, with, veg and fruit with nearly every meal, apart from the post-workout, which is um protein and some carbohydrates, essentially. So, that doesn't sound, well, to me, like, that doesn't sound like somebody who is on chicken, rice and broccoli that is that to me that sounds like a lovely day's food and even on my rest day it's a little bit different than that Um, it's a nice yogurt in the morning with a good bit of pr- uh, peanut butter in it and um, I get to have a steak that night like it's how you do it like it's how you manipulate your food into helping you adhere to the calorie deficit. Like who doesn't want to have a steak at night? Do you know what I mean? So but what I can't understate is that the benefits of learning to use this method method for a long term sustainable approach is absolutely huge. And a few key points to kind of take away from this podcast today is food is fuel and it is also to be enjoyed when you are in a calorie deficit you do not have to it, it doesn't it's not like you are doing something bad or or it's not like oh well i'm going into a calorie deficit i'm going to have foods that i don't enjoy for a few months to to lose a bit of weight that shouldn't be the approach sorry about that but and um, that shouldn't be the approach that should be okay i'm going to be in the calorie deficit i'm going to be on a little bit lower calories i'm going to still have the foods that i enjoy i'm still going to get all the macronutrients in that i enjoy and i'm going to have 20 percent of that week is going to be where i have maybe on a saturday night my whole nutrition on the saturday is on point up until i get a takeaway on a saturday night and i enjoy it and i'm back on track on the sunday or like me i swapped out a yogurt for a bar like different things like that and then if you do go overboard like there's no harm in like if you if you do go overboard on a saturday say you have a saturday and a sunday and it's whatever, you're you're out with the girls, you're out with the lads, you're a a weekend away with your partner, you're a weekend away with the kids, whatever it may be, and you overindulge, and you eat loads, and you come back, and you're three or four kg heavier, first of all, it's not three or four kg of fat, a lot of it is glycogen, a lot of it is sodium, a lot of it is water retention, you will lose that, but what you can do is just go into your meal plan make sure that you're hitting all the the protein requirements for the next three days just take away 200 calories of carbohydrates that is it for the next three days bank it up or that's all you have to do bank up and that's 600 calories then you've kind of banked up for for the next three days So you're taking away 600 calories from the weekend. So it wasn't that bad of a weekend. So there's different ways of doing it, but becoming aware of what's going into your body and reading the labels on your food and understanding and knowing that food is also fuel, but it's also to be enjoyed and you don't have to be feeling like you're not going to be able to enjoy this calorie deficit when you understand how much to manage your calories you'll be in complete control complete control you won't think that this certain food is bad you won't think that this certain food is good they'll all be they'll all have they'll all be just food and that's the way it should be that's 100 percent the way it should be and when you understand how to manage that and how to manage your calories you will be in control literally you'll be able to enjoy it you'll be able to say okay i'm going out this weekend i'm going to take away the calories wednesday thursday friday or um then you have 600 calories to play around with on the saturday night um or it's just sprung upon you and you uh Some one of your mates goes, all right, we're going out tonight, no ifs or buts, and you haven't prepared. Just do it the three days after, as I said. Think long term. All these extreme diets, short fixes, pills, juices, shakes. What happens when you stop? You put the weight back on. And in most cases, more weight back on. Because you've restricted yourself so much. You haven't lived your life. You haven't had a flexible approach to your dieting. And when you get something tasty, the floodgates open. And you end up putting on the weight back on. And then that, again, creates a negative Feedback and you say, oh well, that worked that time. I'm going to do it again. You do it again, and it happens again, and it's just a vicious cycle. Be patient with the process. It doesn't happen overnight. These quick fixes happen in a week, like it's mm, fucking the weight that people lose in a week is just crazy. Two weeks, absolutely crazy. Like you literally become a different person, and you lose a lot of muscle because you're not eating your protein you're just eating dust you're not eating anything and when you do it properly it doesn't happen overnight you enjoy it more if you take your time and actually learn about your food because i believe that we don't really get good education in school about food you're handed a fucking pyramid and like even the way it's in order isn't 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 right but you're handed a pyramid and then that's all you're you're taught about nutrition like even the pyramid says that the f- some foods are bad like because the ones at the top are the ones that you shouldn't really have like that even puts a label on it so knowing that some fit like literally foods are not good they're not bad okay some foods have more calories than others so therefore you don't have to eat as much as them as you eat lower calorie options that is it that is the be all and end all of calories calorie deficit be patient do not try and do it overnight do not try and do a quick fix if you have the time all right if you take the time and actually learn it will last you a lifetime, you will never ever put fat on ever again, ever again and this is why I take people for at least a minimum of three months so I can give them habits for the rest of their life and I am 100% confident that they will never ever put weight on ever again because they will learn that you can still enjoy your life and lose weight you can still enjoy life and maintain your weight like it's simple as that it will last you a lifetime when you learn about these things and if you're not sure or unsure or struggling please ask me um my socials are all linked in the in the description below and i would be happy to help you happy to give you a bit of advice on on food now i'm not a nutritionist i just know from doing it like having my own food and, and coaching people and different things like that um throughout the years but um i have an idea of how to manipulate my food in order to get the best enjoyment out for myself and how to have a flexible diet so that is us for today folks hope you've enjoyed it i absolutely i actually loved recording this one um yeah if you would like to leave a five-star review whatever app you're listening whatever podcast app you're listening on leave a review subscribe follow um and i'd absolutely love if you gave me a five-star review so i can get this out to more people but that's us for this week folks hope you enjoyed it and i'll catch you all next week